Welcome back to Wanderlusty. On this episode, we chat about Montero Call Me By Your Name, the harsh realities of pregnancy, and the ever-growing class inequality in the USA. Okay, and had to. Yeah. Come on now. I'm over yes. here like, <laughs> living on a prayer. Oh, but you got the hair. Is that pink? My um, laptop, yes. what you call it is. Um, saturation is a little messy so um oh my god yeah so you... it's like a pastel little pink and there's some blonde in the bottom that i like hate Come i'm not gonna lie but oh not it's okay. mainly pink mainly i don't lo- like i i don't love this like hair type it reminds me of this like silky like nighty dress that i have and it's like this color uh-huh. and um it was like a floor length thing but I cut it to be like a mini dress Mm -hmm. and I would like take out the I would like cut up the rest of the fabric and like would put it in my hair and then one day I was like looking at this and I was like oh this is exactly like that material like it's just the hair the actual hair that's what it felt yeah and so I was like I don't love this like texture so I'll probably um order something else Mm -hmm. it's different being over here because like when I'm home in the states like I can just go to like the beauty supply store and get exactly what I need but over here it's like a whole ordeal but um I do remember there's one um beauty supply store in the city center here yeah that I went to once I haven't been to like I've just been ordering online honestly sorry well smart but like also you said that's not the quality hair that you so desire so it's like what the heck are your options right exactly (laughs) i'm not sure if um i probably if i like if the shop is open in the city center i'll go there but it's Mm -hmm. just is it open lots of places did not survive this pandemic which is very very sad that's hard to hear because i've even like everything still low-key be open over here i'm just like i think that's what it is like businesses like and most of the businesses in the states like opened up pretty soon so they've been able to like ride the wave a little bit Mm -hmm. but i think like so i was talking to peter the other day and he so you know he's still going i can't remember the name of it but he's still going to art school Mm. based in london but like you know stuck in italy for the time being and um oh that's why yeah because he's he's actually coming back to england in september because he he was like i have to be on campus so he's gonna be in london in september so very exciting (laughs) Um, but yeah, so he'll be back in London in September, which is great. But he was saying that he, so he's, he did his whole last year online Mm -hmm. and he's like, everybody he's in class with is, um, you know, people who should have gone to London, but for various reasons, obviously got stuck in whatever home countries. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, there's people from China who are up like super late because they have to be in class. There's people like from America. So Mm -hmm. it's, and like, you know, he's from Italy. And so he was saying that for the few people who did remain in London, they were saying how it's just like a shell of a city because so many international students aren't there. And, like I think the city like obviously there's like the like larger financial and like business areas but he was like a lot of the city's made up of like you know small neighborhoods and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and like little shops and he was like a lot of that stuff didn't survive the pandemic because they were like I think the lockdown was more rigid in some cases Mm -hmm. over here so Mm. but um so yeah it's just yeah that's a bummer but Boris, um, I don't know what he doing over there. I remember literally coming to England. Like, who is Bush? I have no idea who this man is. Like, really? I, and so I mean, kind of the same. It was like, yeah. I Which still is, don't you know, really. I feel. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel? see. I watched like a. I watched a little compilation of like some of his uh, like antics. He's like a funny, like unintentionally funny person. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. So I I get his videos and I recommend sometimes because he's just like like there's this one video where he's at like a rugby match or something mm-hmm. and it's like a little like charity like optics thing I don't know all the details or like a kid's like you know that's what they say and he's like he, right mm-hmm. and he's like barreling like down this field and it's like a tiny little field because again it's like a photo op and he like knocks into this like child like this really small child and like he like he goes into the ground and like, if you look up the images it's like this man with this like brute force like knocking down this child oh my and god the way he like gets up it's like he starts to walk away and then like the people around him are like the kid and, and like, like, oh right right, right. Oh, and he's, like, i guess he would try to walk away to just brush it off as if it didn't happen exactly. but it's like no you got 
collateral damage. Like exactly, you have to go back. No, not at all. (laughs) Okay, boy. So get it together and um. Yeah, I don't know what else he's doing in regards to the yeah, pandemic. Politics, I'm like question mark. Yeah, Honestly, I, I yeah, it should be my duty to be informed, but I'm also <laughs> like I mean it's like it's like I think it's enough to wear because since I'm gonna be here, I do need to know some things mm. and be aware of what's going on. So to that extent, yeah. But um, I don't know. I feel okay, actually, because I was going to say, I feel like a lot of people are very political and a lot of people, you know, that I know are like radicalized, et cetera. Um, but I say a lot, but I feel like there's just like probably a very small group of people who actually are in the way that like it looks mm-hmm. like on social media because mm-hmm. a lot of people look like they're very politically active. But I feel like when you like crack at it, it's like, mm, OK, there's. <laughs> They talking yeah, that talk. Okay. They're not exactly. walking that walk. But yeah, politics. politics. The thing is, I I feel like I used to be really into it, and I'm probably mm. it was also like that, like whole, like I don't know, resurgence of like interest in politics, like in regards yeah. to um the recent elections over here and everything, and just trying to see. Who would win it? Um, but <laughs> after that, no, honestly, during that whole process, by the time it got down to the last two, Biden and Trump, um, yeah. I was just like, okay, like, I guess it is what it is already. Like, whatever, like, me being more or less informed about what they may or may not be bringing to the table, it's not really going to change the game mm-hmm. right now. Like, it's already like... <laughs> okay implemented but um no no i think going forward i guess i would like to like participate some more i guess just really trying to work in some type of efforts to continue community and people change and like fighting mm-hmm. for the people it's so interesting because it's like you know we vote people into like politics into these positions and stuff and then like technically they become like the government which is like <laughs> the yeah. like people make it uh such a big um what is it called like gap or like uh like it's such a big i don't know how to describe a big thing with almost there almost there let's just say schism i don't know but that's not it like schism like a separation or like a what is schism okay okay Mm -hmm. like a separation of like between the people and like the government and stuff especially Mm -hmm. like on conservative side they very like I don't trust the government, da 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 and then, oh, okay, I feel like on all sense. sides, I feel, because even, like, aside from, like, I guess, like, very specific social stuff, like, mm-hmm. abortion, and maybe, sh- maybe, like, stances on war sometimes, mm, uh, and, like, the government's role, a lot of liberals and conservatives are just, like, really similar, like, outside of, like, that type of stuff you know i guess like just identity politics as a whole like that's just like not their vibe it seems for the most part it's really not they don't be because it's like we could all learn from each other especially if we don't oh my gosh which reminds me of this like show that i'm watching called married at first sight i'm not sure if anybody um tunes in or (laughs) listens to it but it's pretty much what it says that it is people get married at first sight like get married at the um alter pretty much and like so do they, they chat it. online or something beforehand they do like, nothing beforehand so they, they just meet, show up and get married show up i mean that's my married. kind of it's like a game show is there a prize if they it's, like don't divorce I, if, be married for life <laughs> oh that's <laughs> the prize <laughs> <laughs> it's very mm. experimental and it's like on like season i don't know like 14 15 or whatever right now but pretty much it's this couple um that came up on the latest season and they're not telling you exactly what their political affiliations are but from the from what we hear and stuff Mm. like the girl she's really like her family came from a very like conservative republican background whatever and but she's like really liberal and stuff like you know she says like uh like that's where i came from and stuff those that was like my roots and stuff but i'm obviously like the black sheep in my family in terms of like my ideologies and everything the person she gets married with is like this hardcore conservative like man who's like very traditional and like how he think is about to run he's like this wow. um air force pilot or whatever like he used to be in the air force i think but he's like now and is a commercial pilot or whatever but he's like yeah i'm like 
want to make sure that like my I have kids before this age and like if she don't want to have kids before this age then I'm done like and the thing about his um like occupation and stuff is like he'll he's gone like half like every week of for the rest of his life he says pretty much and like he mm. just wanted her to be like at home taking care of the kids by herself like doing all this like kind of traditional gender norm work mm. and stuff and he'd be having like really hard limits and ultimatums that like he'd be putting on her but that's um besides the point of their like uh political affiliation which is like one of their main like causes of conflict because yeah he just he said he's not willing to budge at all like no give no nothing no like he's not willing to open his mind to like things wow. such as identity politics which is i think a really important thing um uh that liberals or the left really um center a lot of their politics on which is identity yeah. politics which are important like although it might not seem to have like the effect on society as like you know the economy and like money talks and all that jazz and stuff mm -hmm. like it's really important because we see how it trickles into people's feelings into their behavior it like yeah. um you know also like uh support certain like anti like other people behavior like uh, misogynistic behavior or like uh xenophobia and stuff like that mm -hmm. when people are not being checked on like how they treating people based on different identities and backgrounds and stuff like that so it's like it's layers to why we need it all but like people yeah. can just be so I stuck like, in their ways My yeah. phone, go ahead. <laughs> i no, no no you're totally fine um because i interrupted but um because my i i i feel like just like everybody probably in our age range in like 2016 was like really like when our political like you know focus was uh ripened awakened mm -hmm. i don't know that because it was like the year did you vote in 2016 if i'm not mistaken yeah 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 because i was 19 i think i'm like a year older than you yeah okay ah. so yeah so like I think yeah like we were voting for the first time so everybody was like more aware it was a really important election and I feel like my like first couple of years into college and especially with like Atlanta being such a like liberal like very artistic you know city which I'm like uh, so grateful to have like that been my introduction into like college and like out of the suburbs for the first time mm -hmm. but like I think for sure like the focus on identity politics like as like a like yeah like just like as a political you know focus because that's like really what was at stake i feel like for a lot of people in that election mm -hmm. um but it just really felt like just personality wise like that was like a common like a facet that people like really like um put forward like in themselves as a person if that makes sense so i feel like that was like the first time in my life where like because i know like being like the you know not growing up in like a super diverse suburb it's like mm -hmm. always feeling like the black you know the black girl or whatever mm -hmm. but obviously like in atlanta like at the at the school i went to it didn't feel like that because like so many people were so i was just like one of you know like a thousands but it was like you know your sexual orientation or your gender identity and like all that stuff like really became like a forefront of like your personality as well and i think mm -hmm. um so just it was the first time I was hearing people like always sort of talk about stuff like that and I guess it was the courses I was taking because I mounted in WGSS which I don't know like for whatever reasons I'm like uh like <laughs> I could have done something else but I'm really glad I had it because it was Did a great experience mm -hmm. but um oh truly but mm -hmm. yeah no so I just feel like I for uh, identity politics really is just like at the forefront of like mm. a lot of the conversation mm. that I would have and so coming to England was like a bit refreshing because it was like a break from that in mm -hmm. some aspects but like obviously like, not as much because I think it's just like on the world stage now like it's really something that we dive into Thanks. beyond America I think but I think because you know like my whole thing that I'm always on is I feel like with a lot of like because sure like it is important like the I guess like all the ramifications and like the way society might treat you based on like some of those things like your gender mm. identity you know mm -hmm. race etc yeah. um, so it is important to like be aware of that and like obviously have the conversations but mm -hmm. I think because I say this a lot too and like or like I say just like certain people but I'm like I do feel I feel like because I 
speak your truth yeah I'm just like oh like where do I (laughs) pulling so many threads but like Mm -hmm. when I was like a freshman in college I just remember being like so like even before college in high school just like super like I started reading Angela Davis and like learning about the Black Panthers and got like Mm -hmm. very like politically charged in like that way like like, you know like a really radical way and Mm -hmm. like that sort of continued into college but then I think um a part of that education and a lot of like interpersonal experiences with some of the people mm-hmm. um and like even like more growth now like I think of the last year like politically like it's like blossomed like a different way than it ever had mm-hmm. before but it just feels like I'm at a point where I like like when I talk about how like rough things are and like how you know tensions with race and stuff and stuff like that that like frustrates me and then I think about like my grandma like one generation ago like mm-hmm. literally going to school like in the segregated south in Mississippi mm-hmm. like in the country yeah. and I'm like things are very like different for me and so I'm like and it's like that doesn't diminish my struggles that doesn't diminish anybody's struggles like they're all valid but it just does seem I think because I for myself personally I have a tendency to like over dramatize mm. and so when I can like ground myself and remember that like I I don't know just like it's like a way for me like to like remain like humble within myself because I will easily turn any little problem into like a huge thing but then I'm like I have it so much better than like so many other people who came before me so like mm. just take a breather and like mm. appreciate like the moment that you're in and I wish that was like universal because I feel like if everybody like were, were able to stand on that ground then we could like attack the real problems Ooh. and get the class disparity like under control because that does not discriminate like it doesn't matter what color what size anything that you are this class inequality will get you in the end and that's just where I want to like focus my efforts because at the end of the day like you know we're both minorities we're mm-hmm. both whatever whatever but you know yeah. we're both not the elite and we need to like topple that we I don't understand to get why them. that's not like the main you know because that's really like most of America's problems just come from like the inequality and like wage disparities and stuff like crime things like that like so much of that stuff is solved by literally just making sure that everybody has the money they need that's- and then like it's fine because you're not motivated to do crime if you have everything you need you can just worry about like you know your artistic like like stuff or you can like pursue like having the best family or like like we need to look up when we looking at where the problem is coming from it's not our neighbors although our neighbors eventually you know if they go along and exploit the system how all these other people who got to the top yeah then they go problem yeah it's like like trying to rope as many people as you can to be like no we gotta check ourselves yeah we got to check (laughs) ourselves because like who else is going to obviously we let these people Mm. get to billions of dollars and stuff because nobody was like hmm let's check them or they didn't decide they needed to check themselves and that's why the wealth inequality is disgusting and continuously increasing like and, and it shouldn't make no it doesn't make any sense actually it so. doesn't and it hurts my feelings and, and even like no offense but black rich people um or rich people of any like there you go background it's, in color and, like y'all no offense y'all part of the problem too and the exactly thing is society I, yeah Sorry, no, no, you're good. You're good. I'm like society. (laughs) I just still want to like, although you know they part of the problem and they not no exception, Mm -hmm. still directing that energy up to the people who create the system where it looks like that is where we should be headed toward. That should be our goal. Although we know that having the most money, like although it's it's cool but we know how exploitive it is to like trying to get a billion dollars in this lifetime so like why we not like going beyond that one goal to like have be creative about all the different goals that or things that we can create or a community that we can like nurture and it's just different layers to it but this society i do want to put the emphasis on the capitalistic society for giving us so much reason to desire like all this status fame money power like it's so mm -hmm. i think yeah no because it's just like the and I, I swear every generation is people like the system. It's, the system. They like, do. It's like, it is true. 
it's like the it's like youth and like questioning like whatever system like it's always we're now in the vietnam war but like i so i showed eric paris is burning the other day Mm. and it was yes it was like the first time you ever saw it and it's like definitely watch it i don't know if you have like a vpn like on your computer but you can like if you can access like bbc iplayer like Mm -hmm. try and do that because they have so much stuff on there um that's funny but anyway so and also like british netflix has like all of drag race so if you ever want to like okay um, yeah so we watched paris is burning and like he was pointing out how for a lot of the 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 subjects or like we have for a lot of them the question of like you know fame and wealth and notoriety and fortune sort of like came up a lot and so did like people expressing the desire to attain like like I, I can't directly quote it but there was like a couple of people who'd be like oh I just want to be like living in the suburbs and have like a family and a husband and like the big house and like it was this very like I want that too. white America but like sheesh. nuclear family dream yes. that we were selling in like the mm-hmm. 50s and 60s is like what and this was like the late 80s mm-hmm. with this like queer underground subculture and they're expressing the desire for that mm. and it's like Eric was like oh it's so like sad that like even though it's like they're like so different than like the mainstream society like at the root like they're just like wanting these like mainstream society like things but like they already exist outside of that and it's like so much more interesting but like we're still sold that and like I think sold it in that type of like Mm -hmm. on one hand it's like exactly in that like specific box because like you can have all that we want love we want security we want to settle Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. we want all of that but we don't need it to look like this and we don't have more representation on how it can look otherwise so like especially Mm -hmm. i feel like yes queer people are just so like dynamic and like how they choose to express themselves even like for example lord Nas. i'm not sure if you've seen his yes i saw that video yes i saw it i stopped what i was doing and i was like let me go watch this i'm glad you brought it up because i need to go watch it again oh my god it warmed my heart so much i was like i wish every like queer person could do could be like feeling and like loving them and expressing themselves I've never seen stuff like that before. And it's just, exactly. I've like, it's so groundbreaking. I'm like, I've never seen anything like this before. And I'm like, so glad that he gets to just like live in that space. Express yourself. That's incredible. And also, like, the whole idea of that as well, like, reclaiming what, like, other people have put on to you and stuff. A lot of people was, like, you know, yes. doing their day going, like, uh, analysis in the comments, and I just had to yeah. read. But they were, like, you know, like, so many people tell him and other, like, queer people, gay people, trans people, uh, uh, people across the spectrum, like, to go to H-E double hockey sticks, pretty much. Like, yeah. that's where you're going because going. of who you are yeah. and stuff like that. And he, people were saying, like, you know he just owned that like okay if that's where I'm going then I'm gonna make it what I wanted to make it because you obviously saying that just because my personhood is like this that I'm doomed to this place if that's the case then we're gonna party it up because you beautiful and it's like they be trying to (laughs) you know it's just in the grand scheme of things people will try to like other you and put you in the box based on their own projections and their own way of like how it's supposed to go and how it's supposed to Mm -hmm. look but I think also just like going forward and like take tackling all these problems and stuff is really just like you know a growing of unconditional love i think is like part of it where it's like like uh, just because they not doing it the way that you like i would you know prefer or Mm -hmm. whatever and stuff as long as it's not the thing okay because it was it was also like devil's advocate in terms of the video people like what about the kids and stuff the thing is okay watch your kids you should be watching what your kids watch first off and just monitoring yeah it's nobody else's responsibility but like you (laughs) and the thing is inform your kid on like the context of what this video means like and it's a lot of discourse going on in the comments if you want to you know get some ideas of what it could potentially be about but making sure your kids are informed about like these influences and stuff but i I mean it just it just makes them a better like I wish that, like, when I was a kid I was having like these sort of the conversations about I'm so annoying but like pop culture like with my mom I mean we did like to some extent but like not in the way that like I would want to, like, to so like 
I'm always gonna my kids are gonna be like mom why are you still talking about Lindsay Lohan like talk about something else I can't be like no talking about an icon so y'all better <laughs> get your books out and start taking exactly. notes because we exactly. have a pop quiz tomorrow <laughs> like they they gotta get hit because we just don't I think just the generations going forward when anybody does decide to have kids I think we just understand and are starting to understand or really cementing our understanding in like um, being open and like, you know, mm-hmm. sharing our like learnings or just sharing knowledge and remaining curious and appeasing to like, especially the children's curiosity and stuff. Because, you know, back in the day, children used to be like, like, don't be seen, don't be heard. Like, yeah, cho- the, you're, you're meant to be seen, not heard. I think oh, that's what my mom or uh, yes, some exactly. people would say. And I was like, can you acknowledge my existence? Please, like, I have I- agency and thoughts. <laughs> And it goes, it can even like root all the way down to like, you know, a lack of acknowledgement of like feelings and stuff. Like, and it's mm-hmm. like, no, like I feel this type of way, but then they be like, no, you don't feel that type of way. You a child. And it's like, huh? <laughs> like, I don't like you now. <laughs> because very, I'm, I'm wondering a lot. But <laughs> destructive. <laughs> and the grand scheme really of things, just breaking yeah, the generational That's the one curses. thing. Huh? exactly exactly it just gets better and better and that's why like I'm always cutting my mom slack and stuff and like cutting myself some slack when I'm like why is this thing like not you know and I'm like calm down like but then I do I don't know sometimes like I think about uh uh, I hate it I'm like oh my god I think about having kids but no but I'm just like oh like it's just like fun to have like a buddy and like just to be able to like chat about this stuff i say that but then i'm like oh like it was because they had like no interest at all and like this is what i was interested in and i'm like i just don't like them like then what i don't know because it's too late then that is a fan like, what if, what if we awkward <laughs> i'm like oh no I'm like, like, i don't really know you no i don't want that <laughs> i hope they come with some good energy you know good vibes <laughs> oh my god i would be really you know i don't really desire too much to have kids yo i i was even watching shan booty do you know her off of um youtube she the i think so she has like those like big blue eyes or something like those really big eyes yeah Yeah. she got she's have a kid yeah she just had a kid with her um partner and stuff and i was watching um i forgot what oh yeah it was just her and her partner talking about like their first argument after having their baby and stuff like that but they was like in between of it they were like talking about like just the uh like process of like you know having a baby and like labor anxiety and stuff like that and I was just like those are just things that I think of often and like even when they were talking about it like my body physically it was just like rejecting the whole idea like you know how I sometimes you told me your that body once before <laughs> yeah you're I was yeah I was telling about a dream I had about like being pregnant and you were like wow that sounds horrible for me personally like Her the thought of like something being inside in my body and I was like, like I true? really think it's beautiful ultimately but like and even like I feel like I'm not sure if you get the same feelings but I'm sure a lot of people with uteruses like we kind of get like sometimes a baby fever feeling or like we really like kind of have a mood where we like oh like having a baby will be really lovely or mm-hmm. like you know just like I don't know even looking in the, the mirror at your stomach you're like oh like that would be kind of it but then <laughs> I hear tales of like the realities of the process yeah. and I'm just like hold up wait a minute y'all thought <laughs> I was finished because like oh my gosh and I don't know just saying all of that to say that I'm kind of scared about that process and I've said Mm -hmm. it before but I think adopting older kids would be lit Mm -hmm. and just like trying to know that or like guaranteeing that they have like somewhere to like come back to especially like as an older kid for example if you're in the um system adoption foster care system and stuff like you turn 17 then by 18 now you are a warden of the state i think that's what the mm. correct term would be and like you just you know are um out here you just gotta yeah. exist now like and who do you go back to or refer back to and stuff like that so and I, it's just you know older kids get severely under adopted compared to like mm-hmm. younger small babies whatever the case may be and so i just would love to just these different values and like value systems and stuff like or just 
showing them showing up for them and unconditionally loving them and stuff like just to try to break these generational curses of these people who you know we might feel like oh it's too late to like for them to change or too late for them to have hope or whatever but it's like no like early childhood development is important and very integral but people can change and people can like grow to grow and that's just that so anyways that's just my um (laughs) just me advocating for um adoption y'all so y'all should um kids adopt some please if you have the resources the time the money the space and everything that's really what i'm waiting for i mean i'm not pressed like i said y'all i'm not really (laughs) pressed ahead of kids all in all but when it comes (laughs) down to it and i am in a position to do that like Mm. there's no reason why not as as long as they you know what i'm gonna try to you know chill be like don't try me now because the older kids they be getting them hormones in them and they think they grow <laughs> and i can't imagine i can't okay yeah. but you know what it's laced to it that's it that's yeah it. <laughs> everybody's an onion there's layers that's depth that's and layers. all that even when mm-hmm. they be like the toughest looking or toughest seeming toughest seeming person it's just mm. like that person is also experiencing this whole vivid ex- uh, human experience just like us which leads me to ask so do like psychopaths or like sociopaths do they not like have an array of like emotions or like human experiences that they can react to that like seem stimulating like honestly i don't i don't know i think it like it's like the same it's like probably like a rate like a mm. on a spectrum but maybe like in some cases because i like i don't know do you know sbsk it's like Not the me. youtube channel Mm-mm. um it's like this guy he goes and he interviews people with like various like physical um and like mental uh disabilities and mm-hmm. stuff and just um just sort of like chats with them and sometimes like chats with their family members depending on like their abilities but um and one i can't remember like the his diagnoses but he chat like with this guy who had um like like a like a narcissistic like borderline you know like sort of like personality disorder i think mm-hmm. um and just the way that he explained his um behavior and the behavior towards people and you know like what his relationships functioned like and stuff it was just like really interesting because like i've never seen somebody be like so blatant about because he'd be like um he'd say like it's really he has to really like go out of his way to like not like depending on like the people like he meeting new people he like sort of scopes out like ways to like exploit and sort of like manipulate them Mm. and he was like and it just like really comes naturally and it's like something that he like often does with people and stuff and but it and it just he wasn't like expressing like any like real like sympathy or like it was there was like no air of like feeling apologetic about it which I thought was like so interesting because like for me like it just feels like when you hear stuff like that it's like oh like I don't know he just was presenting it in like a really stoic manner like mm-hmm. yep this is the person I am and like that's just what it is that's just what- I was wondering <laughs> yeah I mean and I was like I wonder how like how many people function like that but like don't have the like knowledge or like the self-awareness to like express that if that makes sense but or like or like are they always aware of like what they're doing or is it like an unconscious thing like how you know Mm, and then i'm wondering like how like that factors into like other like like sociopathy and stuff like that because i don't really know how it like relates if it does at all i don't know i mean very, very interesting though exactly everything everything get is on the spectrum and stuff for real so he yeah yeah all the power to him i'm glad that he could be open and admitted that's also another thing are they going to admit it to other people because they could be self-aware but but also yeah that between the consciousness and uh subconscious and stuff i mean that's why like a lot of people be trying to do that shadow work and stuff because trying to pick up on those um shadow work unconscious like habits that aren't serving mm. you and stuff so it's like t that is something i do let me switch it up but obviously he don't care so it's all good <laughs> i saw this uh i saw a couple tiktoks and it's like some what is it what's like crystal i can't remember what it's called a crystal something might so, i don't know it's like uh been going around in the rounds because like somebody like a couple of videos about it have gone viral but like mm-hmm. i think it's supposed to be like in one of the videos this woman was saying that like it's like a like an attraction thing so like mm-hmm. when you use it she was like 
the examples you were giving uh, were like things like, okay, like you've been wanting to quit your job, but like you haven't been able to having this thing, having this crystal will like, she's like, you'll get like laid off or something. And she's mm. like, it'll like hurt, but like, and she was like, the point of like this thing that it like closes or opens doors that like need to, you know. Mm. And then I saw this other TikTok and it was like, a lot of like new you know people like have been like new you know witches and like practice you know practicing and people and stuff like that have been getting into this crystal and uh they were like it's like an amplifier so you need to be careful and like you guys don't know how to use it and like you guys are like destroying your lives and stuff and i was like what's going on like in the crystal community yeah like what in the world they getting real brazy <laughs> over there in the crystal community i can only imagine yeah honestly i've never like mm-hmm. i've never gotten into them mm-hmm. i remember um because like again like in atlanta like having friends and like going to like crystal shops and stuff but i'd be like i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> no that's real that is real i think i'm trying to think where i even got my few pieces from like i think from a couple of people, I think I probably ordered one off the World mm-hmm. Wide Web, off my um, aunt's uh, little Christmas shop at the time. And um, honestly, they actually feel really, like, nice. Like, I really enjoyed, like, and really feel like I feel an energy that comes with it. And mm-hmm. most notably, like, a, a groundedness when it comes to, like, holding on to them. I think it yeah. also could be, like, the probably some like reflexology and stuff like physiology in terms of like holding an object like similar to um a fidget spinner and stuff if like you're holding something Mm -hmm. in your hand and just kind of keeping your hand occupied with something but I think I mean just in my head and stuff and like you know using it as like an energetic like kind of thingamajig it really does like Mm -hmm. feel really like powerful and I think like I think it's just so anxious sometimes waking up and I just go ahead and pick up like okay I got on this one which is a rose quartz right now mm-hmm. with the little chain and like sometimes I pick this up or my clear uh quartz over there and I just hold on to it and just like kind of let that like energy just kind of rush through my like being mm-hmm. and it honestly really helps and like sometimes like when I'm really anxious and I'm like uh like it i keep having like recurring thoughts or something like it really helps to just kind of hold it or keep it near me or meditate while they're sitting on me and stuff and like it just brings me down 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 so i recommend it to whoever feels like you know whoever like like kind of physical things to kind of keep them where they want to be and where they need to be and like kind of remind them of their um intention going into the moment and stuff i think really like holding on to the uh rose quartz or like the clear quartz um it just helps remind me that i want to go into like the this moment and the next moment with like love and as much clearness and openness Mm -hmm. as i can like have so i can receive in these moments and also be in a position to give back but yeah i think it just helps with intentions and stuff most notably Mm -hmm. and stuff so yeah I recommend. I'm like, I should send you something, but you also over there. So stay tuned. Cause yeah. but I'm I, not yeah. sure like if there's a difference. Well, I'm sure. I don't know actually, because I'm not a scientist. But the difference mm-hmm. in quality depending on like, you know, where you get it from and stuff like that. Cause I'm sure some people be paying that big dollar. And I yeah, I have not paid no big dollar for no crystal. So <laughs> I'm just like, you know, whatever works for you. I think. Yeah, just different things work for people. Some people, mm, like cards, like tarot cards or like oracle yeah, decks and stuff. Like My mom does tarot mm, cards. Ooh, she better eye. Mm. She know her feature eye. She know her, that, I think those are really cool and like just visual or kind of like intention setting, like um, things that you can use that's like yeah in your face. Because sometimes it be hard to remember up here. It be... yeah difficult to say the least like literally every day i be just thinking about how sometimes i forget like certain things that'll just make the day like easier like Mm -hmm. oh reminding myself that i have the ability to choose like i can trust myself like i can believe in myself like i can like sometimes you be forgetting in the moments where you like dang like 
Dang. But then afterwards, you're like, okay, I can come back to those spaces and know that those are mm-hmm. also true while also having had my human experience, whatever that may be. But yeah, that's all I got to say on the matter for real. For <laughs> real. I just kind of was like, yes, yeah, so get into it, y'all. Ground. Get mm-hmm. in line. Do your chakras, you know, all of that. Start with the crown chakra and in with the let's just say base chakra boom and then yeah mm. oh i started i um i was doing yoga this morning you, I was yeah great. it was it was nice i did um, you do the full moon one no i just did um do you remember that i sent you like this channel like ariana elizabeth oh yeah I oh think you so. know when you came to visit me in atlanta like i remember we like did some of her videos oh like, yeah mm-hmm. yeah um i really like nice. her like style i guess like the way she moves and like some of the stretches like it's like a lot of stuff i've never done before so it's like it feels really nice but um yeah i was doing that today and yesterday eric recommended that i send um hien my language partner in vietnam because we we were chatting about like health and you know working out and stress and things like that and then I uh we do like a visual based part of our conversation where I look up photos and then she tell you know I like share my screen and we like look at some photos and just talk talk about them mm. um and so we were talking about uh or she brought up yoga like on her own and then I was like oh because yoga is one of my photos yes. and so we got into it and she's like you know like what kind of poses do you like and I was telling her and I was like asking like what hers were Ooh. but um I sent her or Eric recommended that I send her like some videos like in English so she can like you know keep practicing that way too and I was yeah. like perfect yeah that's um, love yes. yeah and she's like I uh because she's like literally she's like 40 and mm-hmm so like so sweet like our first meeting I remember I was like just telling her I was so excited to be able to like talk to her and like really grateful and that like I'd like to you know come and visit or like live in Vietnam one day and she was like you can come and visit me and like she introduced me she has like three kids and she like introduced me to like um I've seen I've met like all the kids now oh but, like that first God. time she introduced me to like one of them it's just she's so nice and like so Vietnam about to be a vibe like, too right I was like just adding it to the list like why not just have more and more you know but um she yeah she's so sweet and mm-hmm. I think she's an English teacher over there so like that's why like we're working together but um yeah it's just yeah she's really nice and so we get her learn and it's just a really fun experience and I'm like getting in those hours that I need but like also just like making a friend and like I love like it's just like having a pen pal because we we have these like sort of like loose uh guides and topics to focus on each mm. week just to like stimulate the conversation mm-hmm. but um it's like through that like we're able to like learn so much about each other That's and just love. yeah it's just yeah. really fun it's like a pen pal or something that is really nice also just kind of having like a base thing y'all can like talk about and stuff too because sometimes you'd be like and it's like easy to like return to yes so anyway like next on the list (laughs) i love that and y'all just like becoming friends like across the world and like really teaching each other or like well Mm -hmm. they're teaching you about their life and you teaching them was really good with the english language although We should be learning other languages, but that's all. I, I definitely do. agree. I was like, I need to get back onto my like Polish grind. Come on! But um, and then like Spanish as well. Like I do like spurts of like language learning, and then I'm like, all right, bye. But I'm gonna, I'm always like, yeah, I'm just gonna get back into it. But I think if I start to wake up earlier, because I wake up at like ten now, which is like, it's kind of late. But it's like, a little later but yeah. i understand 100 exactly yeah so but i'm like if i woke up earlier then i could like do more stuff so i could do my language even like, if i woke up the early of the day i know that's i'll be like. doing what i want to do <laughs> it's not true, that i, mean, I don't have true, the time yeah, yeah. It's I, just, some yeah. days you wake up like i wake up and i'm like 100 like i'm doing these things today and i do them mm-hmm. but that's not all the time it's not even i think it's like a lot of the time though like most of the time that's so good I feel, though i feel bad when i just like don't do anything so i try and like do stuff <laughs> no for real i've been feeling like i do stuff but i also be forgetting to low-key give myself credit for doing stuff so i'll be exactly. like dang i ain't do nothing yeah. today but it'd be like girl you just yeah. edited this podcast and did that and did that and i'm like okay but mm-hmm. that was just 
earlier. Like that wasn't nothing. Like, oh my God. <laughs> but uh really I remember you um I'm not sure if it was during that last episode of Wanda Leslie. Make sure to tune in. Um, but or if it was on the gram, but uh it was you were mentioning just like still the same idea of like uh being productive or like creating versus mm-hmm. like being lax and like consuming yeah. and stuff and I, I think it was in that video that i made i was talking about it in there or probably i'm always talking about it i guess so, that yeah. wasn't the video also <laughs> y'all y'all gotta make sure to follow kim what's your um at one oh, YouTube? yeah it's kimberly almond <laughs> and y'all better make sure to follow kimberly almond on youtube i really enjoyed your first video it was well that's not your first but like your longer like first video yeah, yeah. um it was like so good i was like oh this is yeah. so dreamy and like yeah lovely. i really wanted to yeah i had this like tone that i was trying to and you and i was like okay i felt like i executed that you bodied <laughs> that i was like oh my gosh it went from the vertical to the horizontal you knew stuff was changing quick like you, <laughs> <laughs> it was so good i'm like okay love it i forgot what point i was getting to actually um mm, yeah what were we something i don't know <laughs> i will bring on one more point though um your traveling reminded me of mm. oh yeah the point out of your video it was the creating and consuming okay boom okay right right, right. but uh yeah that's definitely something that i consistently am thinking about especially because <laughs> you know how this capitalistic system always make it out to seem like we have to be doing something mm. we have to be making money we have to be productive we got to be giving back we got to yeah. be like working we got to Stay in action, but honestly, they want it for their benefits, not necessarily for the people, not necessarily for the individual to like, you know, feel a sense of productivity in themselves and like Mm. start building up that trust and like work ethic within themselves. No, it's for for them so they don't pay their taxes, but make us pay ours. Anyways, um, but like Mm. even with all of that in mind like still when it comes to like solo just trying to keep yourself on track and like really trying to do what you want to pretty much feel like called to that's the thing because and how you mentioned that every like it's not the same every day and I just wish we had the space and freedom to except that it's not the same every day like yeah and yeah uh, exactly it's just layers to it because it's like uh like having order is nice and like having like routine and predictability is really Mm -hmm. nice and really neat and satisfying but also just as human beings we are so sporadic when we are just ever changing and i think just probably learning how to adapt to the changes as quick as possible would be a better learning skill than trying to fall in line um with everything else like learning how to adapt and like get hit with the times with do us much more significant than you know like these no offense but these old white politicians they still in 2008 but we're in 3008 and so it's like one or the other but anyway that's pretty much what i was getting into oh yeah but going forward our special uh guest who was on i think the third episode of season two taylor she's mm-hmm. actually coming up to dc today she said and i'm oh like God, oh so how cool. but she's gonna be gonna up here link? until april 12th um that's the goal wow, ideally yeah yeah i know for a good little minute so that means i don't have to rush or anything so i'm like bless thank the because i was like oh she hit the, hit me with that text this morning i said oh if i go ahead to try to make it to dc today like <laughs> i was like okay let me try to find the energy no, from some time that's so fun dc is so great like i mean i say cute. that and like i've only been as a tourist so. <laughs> it's pretty cute i mean it's yeah. definitely some area oh my gosh it just be that's the I thing mean- every city has like areas that like i think probably mainstream society is like looking away from like, they, like isn't there they every i be like <laughs> yo y'all can't ignore hold up no y'all not about to ignore mm-hmm. it because it's like now when the wealth disparities and stuff be like so apparent and stuff in certain places i just be like like it just makes me yeah. sick because it's like what the freak like why is 
this a million dollar whatever establishment whatever and then it's like you know homeless people and like architecture that you know you know how they be making like the benches and stuff like not for yes with like the the thing in the middle so you can lie down like like, that was like i remember in atlanta like when i started uh going to college there's like a part like a couple actually yeah like on campus we have like two main parks um i guess i can't really say campus because it's like a really like downtowny school there's no (laughs) Mm -hmm. gate we just like left to the, the charts opening. but um two of the parks that were like in downtown which mm-hmm. is like where camp you know campus was were like lots and lots of homeless people and mm-hmm. then like over the evolution of me being there because I remember like there would be like just like a lot of them and like I would go back it was like on my way to in between class buildings so I was you know it was like an everyday like mm-hmm. thing that I noticed sure. but then they like installed some of like that architecture and so like there was like these like long like barrier things like around the park that people would like sit up sit on and they like put um just like these like metal like like things in the middle of them like I don't even know what they were but like there's no function other than like to keep homeless people from sitting down there and it was just so first of all because it was ugly and B I was like it just gives the city a bit of flavor like you can't like take it away and I mean as far as because I I don't know anybody who like has ever suffered like any um like I don't I've never heard any story of like a homeless person doing anything to anyone if anything mm-hmm. it's like the other way around yeah but um mm-hmm. so what was the harm I mean it just like I'm like an anxious person so they could be anybody and I'm like freaking out yeah. but like <laughs> exactly. I don't know it's just like it just my day-to-day like walk and I think also too like when GSU would do their tours downtown mm. people would come with their families and stuff and um my tour like didn't go to the part where like you could see like the most where you could like really see the city they like really stayed like localized like in the mm. classroom buildings and I think some of the tours do that and some of them like actually do sort of explore but I think they try to like discourage like showing that on the tours because they I don't, don't know they're just like trying hit. to like yeah and they want you to have this like very specific idea of like what the city will be because there's a lot of people who go to that school who are from like uh who aren't from like the surrounding area and mm-hmm. so aren't like super familiar mm-hmm. or like don't go to atlanta that often i guess mm-hmm. but um Amen. and like people people from out of state people international students mm. i remember like i met this guy when i was in i don't know i can't remember like what year but he was from france and he was just telling me how horrible his time was in atlanta and how much he didn't like the city and like he had another friend who was also from france who was like doing the study abroad Mm -hmm. and yeah they just weren't having a good time and i felt so bad i felt like personally i was like what can i do oh you know but um it was just atlanta yeah it's just (laughs) a lot a lot of like weirdness about the city but Mm -hmm. i don't know i sort of i guess in the end liked it i just Mm -hmm. one thing i dislike is the necessity of like needing a car to get around Uh, this is not la like why do i need a car to get they think we is lifestyle the rich and famous like (laughs) incorrect start again (laughs) like no i also agree with here i I mean you can kind of use the public transportation but yeah like atlanta's public transport is I mean, it's, like, efficient for what it is, but, mm-hmm. like, it's not, like, it's not, like, you can use that and, like, solely that. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you could, but I'm just, like, if not. Really. Like, I've, I've, like, done the bus a couple times, but at heart, like, I'm not a bus girl. I'll do <laughs> a train, but, like. I love so a train. Yeah, I love a train. Let me say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Trains get just like so dreamy. You get into your like, exactly. yeah, exactly. Put the earphones in. When I'm on the bus, I be feeling like somebody gonna steal my earphones out my ear and run away. <laughs> I had so many like weird experiences on the. I mean, not like super super weird, but just like experiences on the bus where I'm like, this is why I don't like the bus. Yes, but um, it be. I little... remembered when I like the last summer before I did my study abroad. I lived in East Atlanta and mm. I worked in downtown and so I had to take a bus um, and then a train or two trains I think actually but it wasn't even like that far of a distance mm. but it was just like uh was it two trains one yeah two trains anyway um yeah and the bus ride was always 
or not always because i think a lot of times it was like sort of low-key it wasn't like tons of people on there sometimes they were though and i like don't like sitting next to people but i remember once like this guy from new orleans got on and he like didn't know where he was going and he was like looking for like some family or something Mm -hmm. and he was like asking people on the bus like if they knew how to get to like wherever he was going it was like freaking me out and i was like please don't go away (laughs) and then he got mad because nobody was responding to him and i was like ask the bus driver like exactly (laughs) i mean the bus he knows where to go don't come back here please no i don't know where you're going from new orleans no son (laughs) the bus is an adventure definitely especially with like school kids school kids scare me oh my gosh i yeah i don't yeah especially when they have uniforms on though i kind of wish that i had like a uniform it could it was like a little gossip girl moment or something Ooh, i agree i but, threw away my uniforms oh, did yeah private school girl how what is the, that why did i do that i actually oh my gosh because well this will come out whoever listens to it it is what it is y'all just gonna get the heads up the scoop but i actually <laughs> been wanting to do like a project in regards to like speaking on my experience at that school and stuff like that but i mm. wanted to, to also be like a clothing kind of project as well in terms of like uh like the uniform and stuff and like yeah. you know really get into that space of like that environment but i don't have no uniform because i threw them away because i was like i'm never gonna need this again yeah, like yeah, i'm done with that, that school yeah. and <laughs> it is what it is but now i'm like dang okay but it is this girl who works at, um, I mean, who goes to school at my old high school who works at the 7-Eleven around the street. Probably mm-hmm. some child labor laws involved, but we're not going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she worked there. And um, yeah, me and her was talking, actually. And she was like, yeah, like, because I told her I wanted to interview her some time ago. But um, yeah, I would like to reach out to her and be like, girl, can you steal me a skirt from the Lost and Found or something? Because like, I need to- I want to make this project and I want to like fully do it. I want to, I love doing the most. So I don't want to just do it and like try to tell the story and tell my tale. Like, no, I want to bring y'all here. That's so cool. That sounds really exciting. Stay tuned because I need to get the uniform first because I'm like, dang, I mean, I'm still trying to flesh out ideas and stuff but also yeah Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie we was cute in our little skirts but we was ugly because in the winter we couldn't like just wear pants we had to wear the skirt with sweatpants underneath or like tights or like not even yeah like i like i like tights and like tights we could only wear green tights if i'm not mistaken green like it was oh, weird like not even like sheer ones because i love like sheer tights you know what let me think back because perhaps but i don't recall that i don't remember no sheer tights no black tights none of that because that would have been kind of cute in a vibe i yeah, really love a pair like, of black I, tights yeah no we was ugly we had big sweatpants underneath our skirts sweats and like it just was i saw a photo in korea like apparently they do that over there too I'm sorry, kids in Korea. (laughs) We all deserve better. We deserve to just be able to wear the daggone sweats if we wanted to. I think by our senior year, they actually started um, adding in like more like uh, inclusiveness in terms of like clothing policies and stuff Mm -hmm. because um, a lot of people were coming out as non-binary or just felt um, uncomfortable in feminine clothing like um, all the time. Like so, I remember by seeing yeah, I used to see them little chickadees walking around in just sweatpants or like a certain type of green pant and i used to be like hold up i think by senior year yeah i think they implement inter- eh, implemented pants <laughs> but um by senior year we were like we could get out of uniform i think after probably spring break actually so i don't know how i made it this far without noticing but um or i don't think i had any money to switch up my gear anyways like that oh, was yeah. who Oh, I was living on a prayer, I tell you, in high school, because them uniforms was, like, $40 a skirt, like, and the little polo Mm. tops. Okay, you can get the polo tops for relatively cheap, but, I mean, I was still, we was broke, so that was just Mm -hmm. the way that went, but, um, so by singing you, ain't nothing changing, like, when we get in (laughs) now out of uniform after spring break, then we can really change it up, but even then, oh my gosh, this is just taking me back, it was not the best outfit choices all in all, I just was living on a prayer but anyways that was um 
all of that on how I want that day going uniform back. And I'm like, I just need somebody to go into lost and found real quick for me. Just yeah. grab a skirt so I can finesse it for the video. And yeah, it's I just never... amazing. Sorry, that's so fun that you have that option yeah of like because it sounds like a cool concept so far i'm just loving like us beautiful black creators just with these expansive minds and ideas and just letting it out there doing it and just sharing it and that's that was my um <laughs> tea right there thank y'all for listening right. soapbox my soapbox <laughs> Hold yeah on. we need to each yeah each of us can you hear me? Yes. I was saying, yeah, each of us gets like our own soapbox segment. We sort of do that anyway when we do our monologues. Who ready? Who I know. I'll be just like so grateful when you be talking too, because I'm like, yes, please don't <laughs> let me be here by myself. No, please sorry, speak yeah. your truth too. Ooh, next week is going to be interesting. Ooh. Everybody, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, it's been great. And next week we're gonna have a very special guest according to Kim. So get hit or get lost. Yeah. Wait, yeah. <laughs> well so it'll I think it might it'll be a special time. Let's let's just yeah, we'll see. Oh, a special time and we're gonna <laughs> special say time and special guests. All of our guests are special. No need to oh, like yeah, no need for me to including the best two guests. I must say. Uh, <laughs> ah. It's like, let me stop. But okay, Wanda Lusty <laughs> folks and listeners, please tune in next week and we will see y'all very soon with some more traveling, international, black international girl, queer, everybody, vibes. creatives, everything. We got the vibes and a little, you know, knowledge about politics as well. All right, but y'all see y'all soon.